Hey everyone, it's Hovercraft Joe, and I hope you've been enjoying Last Action Podcast and the other podcasts here at GameZilla Media. We invite you to check us out on patreon.com slash GameZilla Media and support us at either the $1 or $5 tier. If you become a patron at $5 a month, you can get tons of additional content, including our monthly special called The post credit Scene. Thanks for your support, and hasta la vista, baby. It's 1998. Google is founded in Menlo Park, California by Larry Page and Sergey Brin. The Bellagio Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas opens on the former grounds of the Dunes Hotel. TV show Will and Grace premieres on NBC, but the better duo we see in 1998 is Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan dancing down Hollywood Boulevard. Hey, hey, Kaz, do, do you want to understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Welcome, everybody, to the last action podcast. It is I, the Sphinx. And with me, as always, I got Hovercraft Joe. What up, Sphinx? Not much. How you doing, bud? <laughs> I'm not doing bad, man. I'm doing pretty good. And guess what, everybody? <laughs> LPJ is MIA! <laughs> That's right. No LPJ. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> well, not forever. I'm running the... I, I'm, I'm captain now. That I, is true. I totally destroyed that, that quote from it's, Captain Phillips. I, I know but. what you meant, though, but that's fine. You know what? I, I am submitting to your leadership on the podcast now. <laughs> awesome. So, yes, LPJ is not with us because he's a douche. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> uh, but we have some guests with us today. We have, uh, returning to the show, we've got my good friend, Kaz. What's up, Kaz? Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Hey, we are very excited to have you back with us. Kaz did Jurassic Park with us, which I know Hovercraft Joe was very upset. Yeah, he that was, was not with it us. It was a at bummer that, that I missed that one. Yeah, there's a couple live. It's like, ooh, why wasn't I there? But yeah, that was a bummer. Yep. And we have another special guest today. It is uh, my wife, the the Mrs. Sphinx, if you can say. <laughs> uh, but it's my wife, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So I'm going to go ahead and just get this out in the open now about how this played out. <laughs> so, you know, we, we found out that, that LPJ wasn't going to make it for this recording session. So, you know, we're trying to think of movies that we want to do. And, you know, LPJ has shared many times that he's not a fan of the action comedy. Yeah, he usually, he'll veto them. He's not a fan. So we, we kind of don't get to do a lot of them. Exactly. So I figured, you know, this movie Rush Hour is one that, you know, we've talked about on the show as yeah. a joke. He claims it's not an action movie. <laughs> From rewatching this film, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ask Kaz if he wants to be on the Rush Hour episode with me. And I say yes. that in the, in the living room uh, of our house. And my wife gives me the dirtiest look and says, how dare you? And just storms up the stairs. <laughs> That is 100% correct, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I guess I did something wrong. 
So then I went upstairs. I didn't know that you were ever really serious about wanting to be on the show. I've only talked about it for two years, but that's okay. Even LPJ mentioned last week how he knew that I wanted to be on this episode. So he must pay better attention than you do. Uh-oh. No comment. <laughs> so here we are. So I just decided, you know what? We'll just bring everyone here because LPJ is not here. Yeah, it's true. We so, can do whatever we want. Yeah. So I think it works out just fine. <laughs> so... Uh, obviously, the movie that we are doing today is Rush Hour uh, from 1998. came out on September 18th. That's right. Um, I have that it's directed by Brett Ratner. Yeah, boy. <laughs> right? So uh, good old Brett has a, not a great history recently. Yeah, he's kind of a dirtbag. Yes, he is. So with the Me Too movement, his name has been mentioned several times for sexual conduct violations and issues. So from what I was reading, Rush Hour 3, I guess there was uh, an issue where he was kind of like rubbing himself against one of the actresses. Yeah. And then... He, this is not helping him at all. He did X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Oh, boy. <laughs> but he also was giving, I think it was like homophobic comments to Ellen Page, if I remember seeing that right. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And then he was supposed to do one of the Oscars. He was going to produce one of the the years that they were going to do it. And he made some really insensitive comments on on social media. And he was removed from that, too. So yeah, yeah, not 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 a great dude, I guess. No, not so much. No, not and you don't you don't really hear him doing much, so I guess it makes sense. No, looking at his stuff here, he is definitely faded from the picture, and I'm you know knowing Hollywood, he's definitely been like marked that. Yeah, for sure. We don't want to work with this guy, and it kind of sounds yeah, like it's deservingly so. so. <laughs> sounds rightfully so. So yeah, exactly. Um, do we need to talk about like our first experiences with this movie? Yeah, absolutely. So. Kaz, you want to go first? What was, if you remember, what was kind of your first experience with Rush Hour? Uh, I, you know, I, I didn't prepare for this question. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. Um, I, I don't immediately recall. I think, I think this would have been in the day of like watching the VHS. I don't think yeah. I saw this in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think this was like a, this was like a movie rental or something from. Uh, entertainment tonight or something <laughs> yeah. back in I don't know middle school or yeah, no I mean, that would have been elementary school. Well, we would have been twelve, yeah. so like sixth, seventh but grade. I'm thinking like ninety nine. Oh, yeah, okay, maybe middle school. Yeah, like it was when like you and I probably first knew each other. Yeah, you know, seventh grade or whatnot. But then knowing your mom, even though you're twelve <laughs> and this is a PG thirteen <laughs> movie, there's Absolutely no way not. Yeah, there's no way you're watching this film. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's probably just a you know at home VHS. Yeah, uh, it's the same thing for me. Um, I really don't have a. I think if I can remember, it was probably just another one of those sit downs in the living room with the whole family watching it, um, not really knowing anything about Jackie Chan or Chris Tucker at that time. But just remembering that it was like you know it was good laughs. It was kind of like a lethal weapon, but a scaled down version of it. Um, Katie, do you have any memory of Rush Hour? I'm pretty sure that I went to see this with my entire family. My mom loved to go to the movies, and I don't know why, but this is something that we all went to see at the movie theater. But to me, this movie has more special meaning because it's one of the few movies that I'll watch with Nick, and so we've watched it (laughs) a lot over the 16 years that we've been together um, because I don't like movies that I consider to be scary, which are most action movies. So 
Yeah, I was going to say, I remember this was such a frequent movie on TBS. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. All the time. Well, that's funny because I watched it on TBS on demand when I was trying to figure out <laughs> when I was trying to figure out how to watch it. I was like, oh, I don't want to pay for this, so I checked my remote and I was like, oh, TBS on demand, this works. Yep, that's how we watched it too. <laughs> and, and and me and Beth watched it. We just like like you said, it's on TV all the time. We watched this probably, uh, you know, at least a part of it probably two weeks ago on TBS. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So. yeah. Dang, dang it! I we paid four dollars to rent this movie. <laughs> oh. I didn't get to the library in time. I feel like this definitely would have been one yeah. of those titles. Jo- Jody would be so disappointed in you, <sighs> for sure. And uh, and it's funny when we watched it. Beth is like, "Oh, I forgot they swear in this movie because we're always used to watching like you know, the the cable version, mm-hmm. right?" So. Yeah, there's a whole scene that I I would guess they they cut out a lot of it, which you know, we'll get to. But they, they didn't um, cut out anything in the version that I watched. Even oh. the those questionable words mm-hmm. that he says a lot, and then Jackie Chan says a lot. Oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa! I was like, TVS on demand does not care. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I remember when we were dating, this was a frequent movie that would be on when we were hanging together at your parents' house or something. So. There's a little bit of nostalgia <laughs> there for for good old Rush Hour, and you know, I the the movie obviously creates a, a trilogy. So there's Rush Hour two and Rush Hour three. I remember really liking the second one as well. The yeah. third one I think came out significantly later. Yeah, I don't I don't two. have the exact date on it, but I, I I don't I don't know if I've ever seen the third one the whole way through. I just remembered when watching it, uh, Chris Tucker gained a lot of weight, <laughs> like a <laughs> lot yeah. of weight. Yeah. So maybe Rush Hour and all that success got to his head and he got a little crazy. Who knows? But Maybe. Uh, and then it's a TV show right now. Is it? Yeah. Is uh, it like a still a TV show or was it a TV show? I think it's still. Like, I feel like it just kind of like came out. Oh, wow. I had no idea. Right? I it, mean, it makes sense. They, they don't really have any original ideas for TV shows anymore. So yeah, it would make sense that it was. I know there was a Lethal Weapon TV show where there still is or was or something like that. So Yeah, I am totally wrong, though. It came out in 2016. Oh. <laughs> and it lasted one season. I, I was going to say, I don't think that would have a, a long <laughs> lifespan. Yeah, no, it was just, it was canceled after one season. It was on CBS. Oh, okay. So Maybe I do remember that it existed. I didn't watch it for sure. Yeah, it doesn't say, oh, it was 13 episodes. So it looks like they got a whole season done. Um, Right now, most of those, well, if this was an hour show, they're usually like 13 episodes or so, right? Yeah, interesting. I did not know. Yeah, I don't recognize any of the people that are in it. Um, Justin Hires? Does that sound familiar? No. John Fu? No. No? Okay. I'll, we need, I'll, I'll we stop need, there. Yeah, we need LBJ here. He's the one who knows all the obscure actors. <laughs> you are not wrong. He's like, that. oh, yeah, that guy, you know him. He played the guy in the boardroom in this movie. You know, we've never called him out. I wonder how many times it's just bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't know. So, I we mean, wouldn't. We just assume that he's telling us the truth. But. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, should we run through some of the numbers real quick on this? Yeah. All right. So budget on this movie thirty five million, not, yep. not not too much. Uh, domestic gross one hundred and forty one million, and worldwide two hundred and forty four million dollars for so, nineteen ninety eight. That's a hell of a killing, right there. Yeah, that is an incredible turnaround for thirty five million dollar investment. Yeah, you can see why they made two more of them. Yeah, for sure. You, you got to think it's. It's Jackie Chan, right? That's probably bringing in the Chinese audience for this movie. Oh, I'm sure. That, yeah, the international audience had to be huge. I mean, because this is, I mean, we did what the first episode I was ever yeah. on, we did Rumble in the Bronx. 
And that was what, like 94, 95? It was 95. 95. So this is, you know, a few years later, but, you know, I, I'm sure his, his international appeal, especially, you know, like that, is, is driving people to see this movie. Yeah, and I'm happy you bring up Rumble in the Bronx. So, man, there's nostalgia for you and I, <laughs> too, with this movie. Um, I guess because of Rumble in the Bronx, uh, Brett Radner wanted to work with Jackie Chan on an action movie, like a buddy cop one. Yeah. So it's because of the success of Rumble in the Bronx that we see Rush Hour even take place. It makes sense. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Man, Rumble in the Bronx is so good. I know. <laughs> when, when I started like doing the research for Rush Hour, like it, it, you know, every now and then to bring up Rumble in the Bronx, I'm like, that movie was so good, <laughs> so awfully good. So, um, kind of continuing along, the top grossing movies of 1998. Uh, so number one is Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Number two is Armageddon. And number three is There's Something About Mary. Now, Rush Hour came in seventh, okay. which is pretty good. Yeah. And we've only done one other movie in 1998. It was an episode you were not on, uh. so I don't think you're going to be able to name it. So I'll just tell you it was Blade. Oh, yeah. I would, I'm not a Blade fan, so it, I wouldn't have guessed that. And Blade was the 29th highest grossing movie. Okay. So Rush Hour beat it by quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, and the Rotten Tomatoes on this, a 60%, and an audience score of 78, which is kind of where I think it would be on this. Yeah, the audience score sounds about right. I, I'm a little surprised that the critics had it so far down. I thought maybe like a 70. Yeah, 60 seems kind of low. I don't know. It seems maybe <laughs> for critics. I, I don't know if it's that low. Yeah, you might you might be right. <laughs> Speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, did you hear the story of this movie with Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, something about like the guy that started it was like a big Jackie Chan fan or, or something like that. Yeah, it's because of this movie that Rotten Tomatoes actually exists. So apparently, th- this film inspired the creation of it. Uh, his name was Sean uh, Duong, I believe I'm saying it right. Um, <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably, maybe who knows? But he was a huge Jackie Chan fan, like you said. So we wanted to build this website because I guess it was also at this time that all of Jackie Chan's Hong Kong movies were um, getting like the English subtitles and being right, available right. to the to the U.S. market. And so he started like making this catalog and doing all these reviews on it and whatnot. And then, yeah, Rush Hour kind of like sparked him to want to go ahead and do it. Huh. So that's kind of exciting because I mean, Rotten Tomatoes is pretty darn popular. It is. So very, very cool. Um, do we want to do our lightning round? Yes. Let's do it. Let me make sure I do it right. <laughs> and here we go. All right. So on purpose, I'm, I'm lowering how many questions we have on the lightning round. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we only got five because after getting yelled at about my geography question and then <laughs> one time I think I had like eight questions, I've, I've simmered it down a little bit. Okay. So, all right. The exterior shots of the Chinese consulate were used as a famous mansion for what famous TV show? Batman. Nice. Kosmolsky starting off strong. <laughs> this is a history question. No oh boy. How many years did the UK have control of Hong Kong? <laughs> 500. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> Gotta take a guess. 50. I'll say, yeah, I'll say uh, 86. Cause you're closest. It was 156 years. Uh, (laughs) What's 70 years between between countries? How old is Jackie Chan when the movie came out? 45. 47. Say 42. Man, 44. Uh, We danced around Price is Right rules. (laughs) 
Uh, what song did Chris Tucker change uh, from over from the Beach Boys? And want to catch what that song was? So when the Beach Boys were on, he changed it to this song, which was super popular at the oh, time it came out. Uh, I don't know. Is it like Ride With Me or something? Or? No. Good guess. We sang along to it when we watched the movie at home, but <laughs> sure I can't remember did. it. Can I, I get a what, what? Oh, oh that's yeah. right. Oh, dang it. And then finally, kind of going a little bit off of um, your earnings, I, uh, how much did this movie make its opening weekend in North America? Thirty-three million. <laughs> Twenty-five million. Forty-two million. Kaz did his homework for rush hour. <laughs> Thirty-three million exactly. Wow. Which that's a hell of a weekend. Well, yeah, considering the budget was thirty-five, it almost made all its <laughs> money back in one weekend. So. Yeah. So very, very nice there. Wow. Yeah. Uh do we want to do some net worths? Well, we should run through the cast first. That's right. We should run through the cast <laughs> you, first. You know, LPJ is not here, but he always forgets when the net worths are, so you're <laughs> filling in for him. There so it go. worked out. Perfect. Um, so we discussed uh, Jackie Chan playing Lee. I guess I don't remember if they say his last name or not. I think his last name is Lee. Oh, shoot. I think he has a different first name. Okay. But well. I don't remember them ever saying that either. Okay. I did find out uh, Jackie Chan apparently hates this movie. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I read that. And I like it kind of made me sad. And then, yeah. but like, did you read like why he doesn't like it? Yeah. So he said he hated how he had to, like, he, he thought that his performance, because this is the very first movie he ever spoke English on screen, like, he thought he did such a horrible job that he just, it, it completely ruined him for the film. And he just hated the way that he performed. And therefore, he hated the movie in general. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's like, it's kind of heartbreaking. Like, the way I interpreted it, right? He's like, I don't like, how I spoke English, right? It's he's like very self conscious, right? Yeah. And this is like the badass of the movie, right? <laughs> and it's like, oh, like you poor guy, right? Yeah, exactly. I don't think he does that bad in it. No, I, mean, I don't no. think he does bad at all. No, yeah. I love him in the movie. That's the only reason why I watched part of Rumble in the Bronx with you was because I thought it might be like Rush Hour. Well, and then, yeah, it's a lot like Rush not Hour. Not at all. <laughs> Because they said this was the first role that he had, like, no dubbing at all. Yeah. But I didn't... Yeah. It didn't see... I don't know. I Rumble in the Bronx, I don't remember. It sounded like... I fe- felt like he sounded the same in Rumble in the Bronx as he does in this, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't know. I thought it did, too, but... Yeah, who knows? Weird. Yep. Uh, and we've talked about it already, but Chris Tucker playing Carter. Again, yep. I don't know if that's his first or last name. James Carter. Ah, it is yeah. James Carter. There yeah. you go. Uh, and uh, I guess most of Carter's lines are improvised. Yeah, like I saw almost that. all of them. So, which, which definitely makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, then I have uh, Ken Leong as Sang, who's kind of the the bleached blonde bad guy in this. Yeah, and I forgot he was in. Um, he's one of the mutants in which X Men is it? Oh, he's in the he's Brett the Ratner. He's in the Brett Ratner oh, one, the third one, yeah. the Last Stand. Yeah, 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 I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he's at, like the blowfish guy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How about that? <laughs> yep. Uh, and then I had uh, Tom Wilkinson uh, playing Griffin slash Juntao. Yes. To reveal the spoiler of the movie right up top. Yep. And I love Tom Wilkinson. I feel like there's not enough stuff that he's in. Yeah, he's good in this. Yeah, like he plays a great bad guy. And you know, like you know, he's got a pretty wide range of films that he does, either good or bad. But Yeah, he's I, in a lot of stuff. Yeah, I liked him a lot. 
Um, now do you? I don't. That's all I have for cast wise. The only other one I had, but I, I just can't place where else I've seen him. Was the FBI the guy in charge of the FBI? His name's Mark Wolston. Oh yeah, this is probably something LPJ would be like. Oh he because yeah. de- he definitely must be like a character actor yeah. or something. I'm guessing. I just couldn't place like what other things he's been in. What? Well, looking at it here, he's in Aliens. Don't remember. <laughs> Lethal Weapon Two, Shawshank Redemption. Departed. He's in the Saw movies. Um, he's in Robocop too. Not that I would ever watch that. Oh, until we do it on the podcast. <laughs> nope, never. <laughs> um, and I guess he does some video game acting too. Halo 4, Turok, Blade Runner. Do you remember Turok? Yeah. The, wasn't that the dinosaur game? I am a. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they, I guess he's one of the. He does. Um, he's done some of the Batman games as well. And then he does the TV show for the Justice League. Huh. He's Lex Luthor. Huh. So I guess he is pretty busy. Yeah, LPJ would be so mad we don't know who this guy is. Yeah, he would. Um, but I he's think, not here, so <laughs> screw him. I think the only other person um, that I was thinking of was Chris Penn plays Clive. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was a familiar face Yeah. Which me. I can't think of what else he's in, though, either. No. And for some reason, I think maybe he's passed away now, too. But You know, that sounds kind of right. That's unconfirmed. But he, he is, he's in that scene at the beginning, and then he shows back up, right? Yes. Yeah. They go see him in prison. He did pass away in 2006. Okay. He was 40. Okay. Uh, oh, he's in Reservoir Dogs. Okay. I think that's where I've seen him from. That makes sense. Um, Footloose as well. That's fun. Um, <laughs> nothing else here that's really of note, but... Oh! I didn't know that he's brothers with he's Sean Penn's Sean brother. Sean Penn's brother, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I thought he was in while you were sleeping. It doesn't uh, say it on your list, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he is. Maybe with Sandra Bullock. I mean, he's in Beethoven Second. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that's the big the, dog, the dog, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I've had a lot of those Beethoven movies. <laughs> I feel like that's actually probably why I recognize him. <laughs> those were the kind of movies that my mom let me watch. I don't think I've ever seen a Beethoven movie. But this isn't the Beethoven action <laughs> podcast yeah. today. So. We, will, we will When we start our spinoff podcast, it's all about animal movies. We're going to do Beethoven, Airbud. Air yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, that uh, sounds fantastic. Um, do you want to do the Networth then? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I only did a few because obviously there's not a huge number of people. So the first person is Tom Wilkinson. What do you think for Tom Wilkinson? Tom's been in some bigger roles lately. That's given him like some Oscar nominations. I'm gonna say like 25 million. Okay. What do you think? Uh, 30 million. Okay. What do you think? I'll say 35. All a little high. He has 12 million dollars. Okay. But still. Yeah. Okay. Now Chris Tucker. What do you think? This is an interesting one. Oh, that makes me think maybe he's like negative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say then he's not that high, like five million. Okay. Three million. Okay. I mean, I'll give him twenty million. I like, three million. Whoa, okay. Whoa. Chris Tucker, what have Poor you guy. been up to? I just don't think he does a lot. You know, if you think about I, what, it. What, yeah, when I look kind of through his like filmography or on IMDb, yeah. right? Like, uh, yeah. I I, I would have thought that he was in more than. I, I mean, it was Friday, right? He was in Friday back in the 90s. Yeah, and he did all these movies and, you Some, know. Some, like, music videos it kind of looked like I to think, me. Yeah. Is, isn't he in The Fifth Element, too? Isn't I he think, in that? And I think he was in. He um, is in The Fifth Element. I think he's in, like, Silver Linings Playbook or something. But I don't think yeah. he does a lot. So I think maybe he just, like, You're kept right. his money. I mean, the last five movies he's done, 
Three of them are the Rush Hour series. Yeah. He did Silver Lines, Playbook, and I have no idea what this movie is. Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> I, I remember him from Friday, because Friday was a yeah one of those weird movies that I really liked, <laughs> even though it's just about being stoners with Ice Cube. But anyway. Man, three million. Poor Chris Tucker. Um, and then finally, Jackie Chan. Now we did when we did back when we did Rumble in the Bronx it was before we did Network. That's so. true. So this is new. Yeah, this Man, is new. Jackie Chan. So here's some perspective. I, I don't know his net worth, but like some perspective, right? So Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Tucker, Tucker. He was in like I think he was credited in like thirty something things, like including like music videos. Jackie Chan's credited in hundred and forty one <laughs> things. All right, so. Yeah, looking up Jackie Chan, he started acting in the late 60s. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, he must have, like, as a teenager, started doing a lot of those Hong Kong movies. I'm going to say he's high. I'm going to say, like, 100 million. Okay. Uh, 125. Okay. Yeah, I was going to, I'll go low and say, like, 80 million. <laughs> Four hundred million dollars. Four hundred million dollars. You know what? Shit. He's worth every wow. penny. That man's a treasure. Oh my god! I was flabbergasted <laughs> when I saw that. I mean, I thought I was shooting high at a hundred. Four hundred million. I mean, he's huge in Hong Kong. Good I mean, Lord, but still like currency, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I he, if you think about man. it, like our biggest action stars, you know, like yeah. when we do, when we look at like uh, Sylvester Stallone and Schwarzenegger, they're up there in the, like the three hundred million dollars. So it's not that crazy to think no. that this guy, who's the biggest like action star ever over there, that's true, has that much money, and he makes a ton of movies, yeah, and he probably has endorsements and all that stuff. So, how much did he get paid for to do this one? That I don't know. I don't know either. I couldn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that. You know, in the tiny bit that I looked, I, I would, did see that. I would probably guess not a lot because he's trying to get into the U.S. market. Yeah. So I feel like for at least the first the, one, it probably wasn't a high amount. I'll bet you he started getting a lot because after this, he blows up. Yeah. You know, in 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 the U.S., he does those the those Shanghai, Shanghai movies. Uh, he's in all the, the, what's that animated Kung Fu Panda? He does voice work. I mean, he's all over the place now. I mean, well, not so much anymore. He's 65 years old. I didn't realize he was that old. I would, I would think that both him and Chris Tucker probably got like relatively low salaries for this one. And then once it became a hit for the second one, they probably got their paydays up quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's kind of how I'm thinking, too. But but yeah, that, that was crazy when I looked it up. I mean, it's a website that I always look up everybody's on, and I was like, whoa. I was like, no one's going to guess this. <laughs> <Yeah>. I always <laughs> love one when I find one that's like, no one's going to be close. But that's funny that, like, literally, Chris Tucker, $3 million, Jackie Chan, $400 million, Yeah. Right? Like, they are... You like, know, they are dueling this movie, and they are so different. Like, I don't keep a running list, but that's definitely in the top three highest people we've ever done on the show. Oh, yeah. The only one I'm thinking off the top of my head was, like, was a De Niro. De Niro, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was, wasn't he, like, 600 or something? Yeah, something crazy? Yeah, 550 or yeah. something wild like that. But, yeah, so I, that was that was pretty fun to find out. that. But good for Jackie Chan. I mean, I like the guy, so. Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, LPJ's not here, so I'm playing the music. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does not like the role reversal music. He doesn't. And he's not here. So I just have a role reversal for um, Chris Tucker. I didn't really look. I don't know, even know if there were other people considered for the other roles. I, I saw one. What was it? Uh, I saw that for the role for the Tom Wilkinson one mm-hmm. that they considered uh, two people who I probably couldn't pick out to you, but uh, David Morse, whose name sounds familiar, uh, and J.T. Walsh, whose name sounds familiar. But again, we don't have LPJ here to tell us who these people are. We do not. But I'll tell you what. The names for Chris Tucker, everyone here knows. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. this. So... He was signed on to do it, but he kind of bailed out of it at the last minute. Martin Lawrence, which I feel like that probably would have been fine, right? Yeah. Like after we just did Bad Boys. Yeah. Uh, so this was just another buddy cop movie a couple of years later. And he's done other cop movies. Like I, I think like that Blue Streak. Wasn't yeah. that a Blue comedy Streak. of his? I, I don't. Was he faking as a cop in that one? I can't remember how that one worked. Yeah, because he was actually like a criminal. He was like a criminal trying to break into the police and station. They, like, he hit his like he stole some diamonds and he hit him and then he got put in jail and he came out and like the place he hit him became a police station. Mm. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I would say though, like I I like Chris Tucker way better than Martin Lawrence, yes. especially after watching yes. Bad Boys. I think Chris Tucker is way funnier. And I think that Martin Lawrence would have been he would have looked too old. I like that about Chris Tucker is that he seems like young and Jackie Chan is older, so there's yeah. like a nice chemistry with them. Yeah, which means we wouldn't have liked the next person then either, which is Eddie Murphy. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you not know, not the Axel Foley uh, of the time, but I don't I don't know actually. When I read that, I was like, you know what? I could see Eddie Murphy. Like, I think Eddie Murphy's a lot m- closer to Chris Tucker's level of comedy than Martin Lawrence. I think you're probably right. I just, I think Eddie Murphy would not have liked to share the role. Uh, you know, like I, because I, I do feel like this is a great mix yeah. of Tucker and, and Jackie Chan. If you throw Eddie Murphy in there, he's going to want to dominate the film. I can see that. That's yeah. my thought. Yeah. But what made me laugh is he turned down this movie to do Holy Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I, yeah, I read that call. and didn't recognize no. that movie. Yeah, don't, don't ever look it up. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Which I feel like Chappelle probably yeah. could have done yeah. a good job. It might have been an R-rated movie. <laughs> uh, Will Smith. Okay. Which I also I feel love like Will Smith. I, I know I, you I like Will. I've, I've mentioned on the podcast how much my wife likes Will Smith. I feel like they watch Bad Boys and they're like, I don't know what about one of these two guys. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then the last well, one is my favorite. Yeah. Tupac Shakur himself. <laughs> that is wild. We should have gotten some Tupac in this movie. That would have <laughs> that would have been great. That, yeah, that's. I mean, but I guess he was in movies and stuff. So I mean, it's not. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see him being like a laugh riot. I don't. No, I don't. I don't think so. Did you see kind of? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, it was oh, well. So speaking of the role reversal, it was actually. I wouldn't call it a role reversal, but I read like when they were first like yeah. kind of coming up with the idea of this movie, right? I think Martin Lo- uh, Martin yep. Lawrence was still there, but but the <laughs> yeah the other role was Chris Farley. Yeah. Oh, I did see <laughs> that. Yeah. Like when they originally developed it, those were like who they wanted to be in it. But then, like I guess they said that it was like they kind of changed their mind and they wanted to like they were like oh it'd be better if we maybe paired him up with like an Asian guy and then like you know Chris Farley kind of. Kind of when he was, yeah, it was when he was died. spiraling. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was kind of when he was before he died, but when he was kind of out of control. So they went another direction. But yeah, I saw that too. That was kind of wild. Yeah, that that's a weird mental <laughs> <laughs> mental image. I mean, it would have just been a buddy cop movie. It would not have had any of the martial arts to it, obviously. Right. So or they would have taken a different tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess he was Beverly Hills Ninja, wasn't yeah, he? Oh yeah, my he was. <laughs> Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> There's a poll. <laughs> All right. Um, I got taglines next. Ooh. Right. Can't forget the old taglines. But guess what? I have a little bit of a of an intro for the taglines. Oh, no. Again, LPJ isn't here, so but I want to get this added to the soundboard, so here we are. In a world in the year 2017. In a time of tradition. In a city where anything can happen. In a war that isn't his. All right. <laughs> Tagline. It's all the same voice actors. <laughs> Don LaFonte, or however you say his name, it's great. All right, and here's my way of trying to do them. So, all right, we got to rate these taglines. Two cops. One is all talk. The other is all action. I mean, I guess it's all right. <laughs> kind of describes the movie. <laughs> I feel like it's a little wordy. Yeah. A little rough. Teaming these two up is anything but a diplomatic solution. I don't, I don't like I was going to say, like, I didn't know there were any taglines no. for this movie, and I see why now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not good. Uh, this one, I think, is the worst. The fastest hands in the East meet the biggest mouth in the West. I feel like I honestly remember that one. <laughs> I was gonna say, and now that, you, now that I hear it, like, that one sounds vaguely yeah, familiar. That, that, I feel like that's the one that I remember from this movie. I don't, you know what? I don't mind it. <laughs> Pals forever, if they can get past today. No. That doesn't even make any no. sense to the movie. No. <laughs> they don't even like each other until like the end. Yeah. And then the last one. They come from different cultures, but on a case this big, they speak the same language. That like I, I feel like that falls into when we do this segment. Sometimes they're just like like I feel like a tagline should be really like snappy and yes. quick. And, yes. and sometimes it's like a whole like two sentences and it's like no, that's not a tagline. No, how do they get and that it doesn't on a poster? Interest you in the movie? It's no. like it's grab your attention and like put it on a yeah. poster and not no. I don't I don't I don't like that one. Yeah, that's rough. All right. Well, we can probably start getting into this film. Yeah, why don't we try and try and work our way through it? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess one thing that I that I, I think is probably the fault of the film, in my opinion, is that the story's a little thin. Yeah. You know, like essentially um, we're kind of introduced uh, in Hong Kong, right? To what's going on? It's it, it is Jackie Chan chasing some criminals, right? He's busting up. They he's, he's like busting up a criminal organization who's like has all these like stolen Chinese like artifacts. Yeah, and so he kind of like runs into this meeting with the consulate, I guess. Yeah, but he's not yet a consulate to America. I didn't really <laughs> understand. It like, was a goodbye dinner. Was it a goodbye dinner? Yeah, well, because yeah. he's headed to the United States. Yeah, he's okay. he's becoming the, the the consulate for in the United States. I think he's leaving Hong Kong to go there. Okay, but I didn't. I and maybe I should know this. We are talking about the movie, but I did. I guess I didn't get what Tom Wilkinson role was. He was like there in Hong Kong, and they were buddies. But I don't know what his deal was. <clears throat> I don't know either. Any of you catch it? I mean, he's well, British, and so <laughs> they're talking about the British are giving back Hong Kong right. to China. But I don't know what his role specifically was. Like his his real role, not yeah. not yeah. the <laughs> secret Gentao role that he had. I just so. assumed he helped in the transfer. Oh, okay. That was. I mean, it seemed like he was in charge of the dinner, so. Yeah. That, yeah. You know what? That sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go with it. Yeah. And so, you know, Jackie Chan, or, or rather Detective Lee. You can call him Jackie Chan. Yeah. Uh, he 
Chris, <laughs> Chris Tucker does a lot of the movies. <laughs> yeah, he takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. There's a scene at the docks that he doesn't like capture everyone, but he does. He is able to confiscate, like you said, all yeah. of that Chinese material and all that. So he breaks into this meeting and says, "Yay, we did this!" And everyone's clapping and yeah, happy. And they're also happy. Yeah, with us not knowing quite yet that you know Tom Wilkinson's probably pissed and you know in, in actuality. <laughs> yeah. And then we kind of get flash forward uh, to L.A. Right. Well, we are. Inter- oh, go ahead. Sorry. You you're skipping. You're missing over when he interacts with the little girl. Yeah, Soon Young. That's because important. That's important. They have such a close relationship. And she gives him. He gives her that necklace because like she's yeah. sad that she's going to America and like they're buddies. And he Jackie Chan gives her a necklace and is like, Hey, it's gonna be fine. Blah 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 blah. Exactly. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we missed that part. No, okay. it's important. She I, is I, such an awesome little girl. She she's is a one cute of my little girl. favorite yeah. characters in this movie. She is great in it. Because then, pretty soon, right after this, she's being driven to school, and she's she's rocking out <laughs> to some Mariah Carey. Yeah, that's sweet. <laughs> well, first, uh, we have that uh, introduction to Chris Tucker, and he's like yes. he's like trying to do like a deal, like he's undercover trying to with uh, Chris Penn with mm-hmm. Clive, and he's trying to get him to sell him some explosives, and they're at like a parking lot, but then like two uniformed police show up. And, like, it goes sideways, and, like, uh, Chris Penn takes off in his car, and Chris Tucker, like, shoots his car, which is, the, the trunk is full of C4, and it, like, yep. explodes. Which I read that they said that, like, C4 wouldn't explode like that if it got, like, shot. No, you have to, like, detonate it, like, with a special actual detonator, I guess. Like, gunpowder won't ignite it or anything like that. Yeah. Because C4 is essentially, like, plastic explosives, isn't it? I, I think so, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Where's LPJ? He would know something more about that, too, <laughs> Dang I feel it! Like. Yeah. But I love, you know, Chris Tucker's car. Oh, Good yeah. Old, yeah. You know, black convertible Stingray. I don't know. Do you do you know what year it is? I feel like 69, no. maybe some early 70s. Yeah, I don't know. I would say that same, yeah. same kind of date range. I would maybe guess early 70s, but I don't know. Yeah, but it is that scene when we see him working undercover that we definitely get a introduction to what this character is is going to be of right. um detective uh james carter right right so you know he's he's pulling off his funny little lines here and there and it is fun when he's trying to tell the cops like i got this taken care of like get out of the way and then uh, yeah it all goes bad yeah i so. think that both those cops get shot not fatally but no the, like the one guy gets like shot in the hand or yeah. something i was just he like yeah that would pinky. hurt yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's right so then uh back at the police station uh, you know, he's like bragging about how he, you know, he stopped the, you know, the crime from happening. And meanwhile, his boss, which cause do you recognize the boss? Oh, come on, man. Think Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, he's a, uh, he's a, uh, he's Bookman. <laughs> he's Bookman oh, from Seinfeld. Yeah. The library, the library. <laughs> yep. So... But, like, and I think that scene's kind of to establish it. And they don't, it doesn't seem like any, like, he doesn't want a partner. He likes working alone. Yeah. No one seems to really like him at the police police station. And he's trying to tell his captain how he did such a good job. He's like, dude, you blew up a city block. Yeah. (laughs) Very lethal weapon. That block was already messed up anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So that's when we get the scene of the daughter, the the Soon Yang, Soon Young getting kidnapped, like, on the way to school. Like, these, 
these like fake cops kidnap her. One of them is Sang, who's like the main bad guy who was in that opening scene. Uh, he yep. she hits him with that necklace. He gets that nasty cut yep. on his face. Well, I like to. This is where we get the movie title gets brought up, right? Because oh, yeah. oh. he he shoots the cops and he's like he's like no no problem just rush hour yeah <laughs> groan. Which when that happened, she jumped. <laughs> My wife jumped out of her I seat did, and you didn't think i saw it whatever. did you <laughs> i this scene as a parent because i hadn't watched this since we've had kids it was terrifying to watch the second time but i had to say that um i hope that our anna would would fight as much as she did like she wasn't she was really trying to fight them off like yeah, she was she using did, her was skills i was gonna say i was yeah. impressed too i was like damn like, she almost gets away but then that damn motorcycle grabs her right i know um, so the the consul finds out about this. The FBI comes in. It's a kidnapping thing. He wants to bring in Jackie Chan because that's his guy. He's yep. like, hey, I'm going to bring him in to help out with the investigation. And the FBI is like, we don't want this guy messing things up. So they're like, we got to give someone this shit job of basically keeping him out of our way. So they're like, hey, let's call the LAPD and get them to do it. Which just by saying that doesn't make any sense, right? They don't want this guy from China to interfere, but instead they're going to bring in some lousy LAPD police no, officer no, they to were, do a late, to, to, to possibly screw things up as well. I know they just wanted him they just to wanted babysit him to keep, Yeah, him. they just wanted him to keep Jackie Chan out of their way. But at least put one FBI agent on it. Like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, this time around you got the bad straw, like... You gotta take care of this. Instead, they go with someone they don't know to well, do this. If this movie posits anything, is that everybody that works for the FBI is a bunch of jerks <laughs> and yes. not smart, and not very yeah, not very good. Right? I, I wrote in one point in my notes, I'm like, what is the FBI doing during this movie? Like, I feel like they're not solving anything. They're just having to deal with you know Carter and and Lee and and all the mischief they're getting into. They're not actually like solving anything. Not really, no, no. So they call the LAPD, and uh, Chris Tucker's captain's like, oh, yeah, I got the perfect guy for you. And he tells Chris Tucker, he's like, oh, I got this great, the FBI wants you. It's this great assignment. So they send him off to do it. He goes to the console. He's, like, walking around. He's like, oh, yeah, you guys need my help, all this stuff. And then that's basically when they tell him, they're like, well, you're just here to babysit this guy from Hong Kong. Yeah, and he's all super pissed. He calls the captain back, and they're all, I like the scene when they're all in the office, like, laughing at him. <laughs> yeah, which, by the way, maybe this is the time we should address this, because I feel like maybe it, this, some of this movie hasn't aged so well, because I feel mm. like some of these jokes are a little racist. I wondered that at one point, too. I'm like, at what point is some of the stuff Jackie Chan's saying racist well, and at what, what point is it like well what, what, haha funny funny well when the fbi tells like chris Tucker that he doesn't want it to deal with any chung king cop <laughs> yeah. and i think they call him mr Riceroni. Yeah, i was just kind of so like i was like it's fine but also Ugh. yeah it's kind of getting borderline at a, that li- point. a little bit there's a little it goes a little I've, in my mind it was a little bit over on some points like i get it in comedy and stuff but also i was like Ugh, okay and i get in 1998 like yeah, you're easily getting away with that. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying maybe it hasn't aged yeah. as well, maybe. But, I mean... No, for sure. But that's also where we get the famous quote, you know, when he when he goes to the airport to pick up Lee, and Lee pretends... Well, he doesn't really pretend. He just kind of sits there. Like, he doesn't... Well, I guess he pretends. that He doesn't know any English, even though Chris Tucker says he doesn't speak American. <laughs> but then he's like, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yep, that's that's one of the uh, the classic <laughs> takeaways from this movie, right? Absolutely. I remember there was an SNL skit where I think it was a Celebrity Jeopardy where someone was Chris Tucker, and that's pretty much all he said the whole time <laughs> in the skit. <laughs> 
Um, so he picks him up at the airport. He's trying to keep him busy. Uh, but Jackie Chan immediately is like, oh, I got to go to the consulate. I got to see this guy. And there's that great scene where he's like getting away from him. He like hides on the um, the double decker bus. Yeah, it's a great chase scene. And he like he like holds on to the uh, street sign to get off mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's always like I, I and like we talked about this a lot in Rumble in the Bronx, but it's always like fun to watch a Jackie Chan movie and be like, oh yeah, he did that. Like he grabbed yeah. onto that street sign while the bus is driving, and he you know like all that's what's so great about watching one of his movies. Exactly right. Jackie Chan is, has no stuntmen. Everything he does, he does. Which is crazy. And it goes back to like all those scenes, like that one and, and a bunch of other ones, goes back to like your initial comment where, you know, Jason says this isn't an action movie. It's like, yeah. this is like absolutely an action <laughs> yeah. movie. That guy's doing nothing but action the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. And I'm, like when we when we queued it up right on, uh, on on demand, right, I was just looking at like the, you know, the preview page or whatever in the genre, right? It says, you know, action comedy and then it had a third one which was sports and i'm like <laughs> i'm like what the hell is sports right and and that's like uh well maybe it's like just all the stuff jackie chan does and i'm like i'm like okay whatever right and that's like martial arts maybe being I sports use the pool cue well, you know, oh there you go so or it could even be like he got he, what is it it's like the uh like they call it like free running now. Like he just when he's like oh, bouncing yeah, off yeah, the walls yeah. or like parkour, parkour. Or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. parkour. <laughs> but like basically throughout the whole movie, anytime Jackie Chan did anything other than like throw a punch, yeah. Beth is like sports, <laughs> sports, <laughs> sports. <laughs> nice. I got a quick little pop quiz pop here. Quiz, hot shot. So the scene where they're at the Chinese theater. Where again, uh, Chris Tucker makes that slightly inappropriate comment. He's like, "Stay here. You might find one of your cousins here." Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> they check out John Wayne's hands in the Chinese theater. Jackie Chan now has his hands there. What year did he get to put his hands in front of the Chinese theater? Jeez, oh, I saw this. I don't remember. Nineteen ninety nine. No, not ninety one. <laughs> Just one year after Rush Hour. Rush Hour was that great of a hit. They're like, you know what? You get to put your hands on Hollywood Boulevard. That was the worst guest to a pop quiz ever. <laughs> I'm so dumb. Two thousand six. Okay. Uh, I know. I read this, and I remember a three. So I'm gonna say. 2013. There, man, Kosmolski is on the trivia today. <laughs> I forgot all about like researching this movie until about 6:25 this <laughs> evening. <laughs> oh, so that's it's why fresh. it's fresh. Yes, for sure. That's hilarious. Um, so, oh yeah. yeah. So, I mean, then we kind of just get some scenes of them, like, they, they're they trying to investigate the case. They go to, like, that pool hall, and yeah. it's, like, that's where uh, Chris Tucker's cousin is, but he makes, like, a big show, like, he's, like, shaking these guys <laughs> down, but it's just, like, his cousin, yeah. and so he makes Jackie Chan leave the room, but then they're all, like, buddies, and they're just talking to get information from him. And, and it is a great scene, because, again, like, when... When Chris Tucker is introducing himself to everyone, I love this scene where he first walks in and there's the guy smoking weed and he just gives him like a hell of a hard time. Like, yeah, he, he, like, he says it's a cigarette and he's like, yeah, sick of weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so good. But then it's also, this was a comment we were mentioning earlier. He's saying, what's up, my yeah. N-word. Yeah. And so the joke is that like, you know, Jackie Chan doesn't know what that word means. So when he's asked to kind of, you know, wait out, you know, in the front of the bar and he sits down at the bar, he's like, he tells, you know, the guy at the bar, you know, what's up, my. Yeah. 
and then that creates this this awesome this fight, fight with the, scene. yeah with the pool cube yeah. Or, yeah and all that good stuff the first time we kind of get to see Jackie Chan's fighting in the movie which is which it's good yeah um so then like they get the information there they go somewhere he's going in the store and he like handcuffs Jackie Chan to the steering wheel yeah comes out of the store Jackie Chan's gone he took the whole steering wheel off yeah he goes to the the console consulate yeah. Uh, and then, like, there's that cool scene where he's breaking in and all the, the FBI is trying to stop him. It is an awesome scene, I feel like. Like, he takes out the two guards in the front. Then he, yeah, he parkours over hand, the wall. While he's to a steering wheel. To steering wheel the whole time. Uh, and then just the way he's able to sneak into the different rooms. I like how he takes the one FBI's agent's, like, belt off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty awesome. Um, so, like, th- there's all that confusion, but then they end up, like, uh, the- he talks to Han, and they, uh, that's when the kidnappers call. Yeah, because, because Chris, <laughs> uh, because, uh, uh, shit, why am I blanking? Carter. Carter. Yeah, yeah. Carter comes with his car towed, yeah. and so, you know, they're yelling at him, like, you had one job, what the hell are you doing? And then, like, he's about to call his boss, but at the exact same time, yeah, the, the terrorist calls. And, you know, he's going over, like, $50 million, and I just love Tucker's line. $50 million? Who, <laughs> Who do you kidnap? Chelsea Clinton? <laughs> you, and, then, and, of course, in the outtakes at the end, did you yeah. see when he was trying to say that? Chelsea could, Carter? Yeah, he Chelsea Grammer? <laughs> he could not do it. Like, there was, uh, like, all those things of him not getting the name right, which is kind of funny. Is it Chelsea or Kelsey? <laughs> yep. Um, so they find out when the drop's happening for the $50 million. And well, they find out where he is. The phone call was long enough that they... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. They, go, to, they go to the warehouse or abandoned building. And they send in all those guys, and then it's a trap, and it like the whole top floor blows up. Yeah, all those guys are dead. And, and you know, Lee was trying to tell him, like, no, 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 you don't want to go up there. And then uh, Carter was kind of, like, hiding. Yeah. Like, I was tying my shoelace. I get up, and you're all the way up there. Uh, and after the explosion, they see Sang, uh, and there's like yep. a big chase scene where they kind of follow him around, and uh, they fall through the floor, and he gets away. Yeah, and you know, it's it, it is like th- these action scenes. Even though a lot of it is running, it's still like impressive Jackie Chan running and fighting and on the go. Like when he's trying to climb uh, that ladder in the alleyway, yeah. <laughs> like how he tries to leave it for 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 Chris Tucker. He's like, "What do you think I am, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they like during the chase they pick up like uh, like an object they don't know what it is but I, I think they find out from the police lady that it's like a detonator yeah yep. so then they go to see Chris Penn in jail Clive and he's like hey they're basically getting information about him and he tells him I think he tells him about the name Junto Junto mm-hmm. and I think he tells him to go to that um, Fu Chow restaurant yeah the restaurant which I wrote is- down that I love how. Every time Carter goes somewhere, he negotiates with everybody. Yeah. Like he knows everybody, and he yeah. just, uh, he can get in anywhere with just continuing to talk to them. And I got you out of this, or whatever. yeah, it cracks me up. He does. He has like a. He's like always like the guy selling star maps. The yeah. guy like yeah. the guy like where oh at the prison or whatever, yeah. right? To, yeah, yeah. He knows everyone. He's like always like making deals and all all kinds of stuff. So it is kind of funny. It's like yeah, a that's running right. Game. Yeah, the guy at the prison like being the I security got you this guard. Job. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I got you this job, and they're like supposed to share like a bag of weed or yeah, something. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to give you that the bigger half. <laughs> that's right. Um, it, so when they're kind of outside the restaurant, that's when they're like, I guess their relationship starts to like thaw a little bit because they, oh, yeah. they, um, they, they dance, they're singing. 
Yeah, which I, I do have the song that they're dancing to, because I feel like this is also like one of those really famous scenes from this movie, right? So as you said, as they're like starting to, to chit-chat more about each other, I think it's at this point they share that both of their dads are cops, if I remember yeah. right, and then they bring that up again later. Yeah. Um, but the song is... Whoa. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Oh yeah! Which this is, song does make me think of Rush Hour. Oh, like they are too. just synonymous with each other at this point. It's just like it's just like the greatest scene, right? They're like they're practicing like disarming each other, and they're yeah. doing like the martial arts dancey, you know. Kind of having a good time, but although it is kind of funny to me that they're essentially staking this restaurant out and they're like singing and <laughs> dancing and like waving a gun around, yeah, like all this stuff in front of it, like not exactly uh, inconspicuous. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But it, it's it, what about it, when they're dancing down the street? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like they're all they're dancing down like, the street. Did they just leave like the radio on in the car? <laughs> but but it is at this point that I I wrote in my notes. That I think that's what makes, at least in my opinion, and and I I don't know where Joe is on this movie quite yet, <laughs> but this is where I I said like this is what makes this movie work, like it's such an unexpected duo to to be in a film and star in it together with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, but they have great chemistry together. Yeah, you know, like they really complement each other really well. Like Carter's bringing the jokes and Jackie Chan, you know, knows when to tease when he's got that chance too, right? You know, he's the one that's singing the song at first, right? And it's funny because again, with, with the accent and whatnot, like he, he's not really saying it correctly. Well, yeah, the and, big you all versus y'all. Yeah, y'all, 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 <laughs> right? Y'all. Um, but it's what like, I, and I'm thinking back to like Bad Boys, like, like those two of Martin War- Lawrence and Will Smith, like, I mean, they had good chemistry, but I feel like this movie does it better. I just think that there's more of a, and they're not even like friends yet, but they just, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of agree. I with love you. them. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> they're my favorite. They're so good together, and you just feel it. You feel it throughout the whole movie. Yeah. No, I I agree. So, and then you you do you see that relationship evolve in a very short like ninety minutes. I mentioned that to my wife. This is a fast movie. Yeah. Which is okay. That's yeah. what I like. Yeah. yeah. It, is, it is nice. Sometimes we, sometimes for this podcast, we watch movies that are long, and I was like pretty psyched when I saw this was 90 <laughs> minutes. I was like, yes. Yeah. So they get to the Chinese restaurant, which is which is another great scene, right? So he just walks in, and he's like, I'm looking for Jin Tao. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, where is he? <laughs> right? And so um, he gets brought upstairs, and that's where they're like about, you know, like they're going to beat him up or kill him or whatever it is. Well, first we get the reveal that Tom Wilkinson is June Tao. Like, yep. that's the big reveal in that scene when they're upstairs, so. Yep, and then, like, Car- Carter is ready to fight, and then he's like, come on, I'm ready to go. He's, like, got, like, his things up, and he gets, yeah. like, kicked right in the face. He's like, which one of y'all kicked me? <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember, that's, like, I remember that from the trailers yep. and stuff for this movie. I remember that, like, which one of y'all kicked me? Yep, exactly. 
uh, which is just the kick does come from nowhere. Oh, which yeah. is awesome. All you see is just a foot like yeah, fly just, across the screen. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. It's done yeah. well. And, uh, and it's a big guy that kicks. I'm like, there's <laughs> oh, yeah. no way that big guy kicked him that fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's when Jackie Chan then enters the restaurant. He notices that the waitress He's has on the, the necklace. necklace. Yep. yep. Which I mean, why does she have the necklace? Oh, they must know. have given it to her as a gift. Yeah, maybe Sang was like, here you go. She be dating one of them. Yeah, I guess. It's Sang's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. You have to build your own story <laughs> here, Nick. I guess so. Um, but eventually, Jackie Chan disguises himself as as a waiter, gets up to the uh, top of the stairs. Another great action scene unfolds uh, where the two of them this time are kind of working together. There's some yeah. great kick moves. Yeah, yeah. Now that Jackie Chan's doing. Um and then they are trying to chase him again. The kitchen blows up. I don't really <laughs> remember how that happened. And then somehow he finds his gun back in the alleyway. Yeah, because Jackie Chan threw it out the window. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Upstairs. That's right. Yeah. He went to throw him the gun instead of just threw, went threw right out, out the, the window. window. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Uh, and then... Well, the, and the FBI is pissed because this is oh, supposed yeah. to be like the, the drop second off. the second drop. Yeah. And they messed up the second drop. So the FBI is like super pissed at him. They're, they're telling them now that the uh, and the kidnappers are pissed. They're like, well, it's $70 million now. And yeah. everyone's mad at Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. They're going to send Jackie Chan back to Hong Kong. Yep. And Chris Tucker's, like, done with the case. Yep. So I did have a quick thought about, like, this drop-off scene. I'm like, what kind of idiots? Like, okay, literally drop it off, like, Behind where I'm staying, right? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. so, you're not going to, like, watch me where I go. I literally walk in the building. I never leave that building. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and again, like, I'm assuming they're using real money as well. But wouldn't the FBI use, like, marked bills or, like, with, like, paints to, like, blow up and stuff like that? Like, none of that is really. Well, it's funny. And we kind of skipped over this. But the part where they asked for $50 million. And you remember how specific he is? He's like, oh, I want oh, yeah. this much in 20s <laughs> yeah. and this much in 50s. And it's like, dear Lord. Yeah. And and again, like, how does, does the consulate, does he have that much money personally? That's a lot of money for one person to have. I guess. I don't know. Right? Like, he was just willing <laughs> to give it away. Anyway. I don't know what his net worth is. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we, we find out that there's a Chinese expo in town, uh, and it's all of that stuff. Yeah, that, all the art that they yeah. recovered. Yeah, that they recovered. And so that is where they end up. They all get together. Um, <laughs> like, uh, Carter's like, that Buddha looked good in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then they end up, um, they're trying to cause a distraction. And so Carter just decides to like talk like everyone there's a, was a bomb threat. He says, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, don't you hear me? Like get the hell out of this yeah. building. Like there's a bomb. Uh, and so that's to, to clear away the innocent people. And then those that are obviously clear out the riffraff. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Clear out the riffraff. And that's kind of where we get our climax. Yeah. Here. The big kind of action scene at the end. And there's, you know, Jackie Chan's doing his Kung Fu stuff. And like the little girl has like the, the C4 strapped to yep. her. And like the character we didn't really talk about is like Chris Tucker's police uh, friend, like Johnson. And yeah, she's like, she's girl. like, knows like bomb disposal and stuff like that. So yeah. they end up calling her for help. And so she's there and able to kind of not necessarily defuse the vest, but able to make it so they can take it off the girl because it has some kind of trigger on it where they yeah. can't take it off. But she's super nervous because yes. when we see her earlier, she had. Failed the bomb test. Right, yeah. But I like, too, uh, like, Carter brings it all into the open, so he grabs the girl. Like, he drives the truck, because she was in she the was bin. in a truck yeah. outside. 
which also doesn't seem like the right place to want to do that. But anyway, <laughs> so he drives right into the expo, and then he's you know he's he's urging Tom Wilkinson like push the button right yeah. push the button, and then the girls like in on it too like <laughs> yeah. yeah push the button yeah. while she's got this bomb on her yeah because it's funny because they know that he won't do it because he's so close to him exactly. Um, I like in the the one scene with the fighting um, when he's trying to save the artifacts, oh, like the he's books. got that vase. That's a really cool scene, and I actually found out. I guess they added that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, near the uh, they did an original screening of the film, and people actually said that they want more, more Jackie, Jackie Jan. Jan. Yeah, more Jackie Jan action. So they went back and shot that whole like fight scene with the vase and all the stuff going on, which is really cool. Again, more showcasing yep. just how amazing Jackie Jan is in yeah, those action. Because I mean, it, he's got this like it's on his back he's got one arm while punching the two guys it's such a cool scene and then like moonraker style <laughs> as soon as he puts it back it, it gets blown shot, up yeah yeah so but i thought it helped to build up his like character you know his personal character because you really see he's about more than just he wants to save his culture his history he wants to protect it all yeah and yeah. he's not just there to you know get the girl too yeah for sure uh, and then I also have in my notes, like, so Wilkinson takes one of the briefcases of cash. Or the, well, I think it's all the cash, right? Or well, no, because no, no, the, no. the sidekick also. Oh, that's right, 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 Yeah, right. the sidekick tries to grab uh, a briefcase as well. Saying. Yeah, but I wrote down that, um, like, while he's crim- climbing the roof, why don't they just shoot him? <laughs> I don't know. Like, why is Jackie Chan, like, climbing, like, this super dangerous roof to try and stop him? Like, just take a gun and go... <laughs> <laughs> and that'll bring his ass down. Because maybe he would hit the detonator. He didn't have the detonator at that time. Jackie Chan was wearing it, right? No, the detonator no, I, was gone. I no, thought. No, I think I think uh, June Ta, I can't, Wilkinson. I think he still had yeah. the detonator. He had it. Like in one he of his had hands. it in his hand yeah. until. I think then, maybe the right. Then why is Jackie Chan still carrying it on him? He's well, we, carrying like, the he's vest. He's carrying the vest. I know. Why is he carrying the vest? Why don't he just throw it outside? Well, no, cause, cause, because like, Chris Tucker's explode. like, he's like, no, no, like, you know, get it out of here. And he's like, Juntao. He's like, yeah, go take it to Juntao. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. He does say that. <laughs> yeah. So it's Chris Tucker's fault. <laughs> well, and I, I think maybe the thinking is that he won't blow it up if it's that close to him. Uh, so if he's like within range, he's not going to actually use the explosive. Yeah. So then uh, when they're in the room, and, and what's the sidekick's name again? Sang. Sang. When Sang is about to take his money and go, uh, you know, Carter is there, and he's like, <laughs> so he goes, he's been look- I've been looking for your sweet and sour chicken ass. <laughs> not great. No. But still funny. Uh, that's where I wrote, is this movie considered racist? <laughs> Uh, but then they get, you know, there was a scene earlier. It was when they had the showdown in the Chinese restaurant where, you know, Carter is like, you know, what are you using all these guns? Like, come on, let's fight like a man. Yeah. And so uh, Zhang is offering the same thing. Like, come on, put your gun away, like fight like a man. And then as it appears, you know, well, they both actually have a backup gun on them. But, but it's, you're, you're missing you're missing the buildup right from the original fight. Right. Where uh, Carter gets kicked in the face and saying, like, oh, wipe yourself off. Yeah. You're bleeding. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because that, yes. that plays into this. It sure does. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, Carter shoots him and, and kills him. And then he goes, wipe yourself off, Matt. Off, wipe yourself off, man. You You're dead. dead. <laughs> Which I have <laughs> to say, <laughs> Kaz and I are laughing <laughs> hysterically. Because this is a line that you and I say to each other a lot. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> like, even with no context. No, no. <laughs> We just love to go. Wipe yourself off, man. You did. Wipe yourself <laughs> off, man. 
You did. You yeah. also like to say it to our son <laughs> at home often. And so you've just had to edit it to just wipe yourself off. But then you pause for a while. But it started when he was little that yeah, you were like saying two. it. I mean, Nick, when you like told me about this podcast and asked me if I wanted to go on, I'm like, that's why. Wipe yourself on. You're dead, right? Now when he saw like, you know, oh, yep. Katie's going to be there too. I'm like, Katie likes this movie? <laughs> Exactly. Like, but it, hey, it's always at the right time. Like, Timothy, I tell him to wash his hands. So I'm like, wash your hands, man. <laughs> you did. <laughs> um, so I guess kind of the end is Jackie Chan and Juntao fight a little bit. Uh, yeah. the, the case breaks open, the money flies everywhere. Uh, something happens. <laughs> Carter pockets some yeah. of it. <laughs> something happens. I don't remember exactly. And then they're like hanging from the ceiling, yep. and Tom Wilkinson's hanging on to the vest. And the vest slowly rips, yep. and then rips, and he falls, and he crashes into the fountain. And Chris Tucker has a great line where he's like, "Whoa, you know he did." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, I think that's kind of the, well. He's well, like gonna fall. Yeah, he's about to fall, and I, I'm assuming, did Chan do that? I would think, but right. So he grabs one of the like, I don't big, know, big Chinese pump, banners. Yeah, that a they big have. banner, and he he rolls it around so that. Uh, that so that Lee can fall on it and kind of slide down. Yeah, I feel like though in real life, wouldn't he still like rip right through the banner? Yeah, probably. I, I, you so know, so they might have like edited it so that like it was still Jackie Chan that did it, but probably at a safer height. Yeah. <laughs> if it was made, I think if it was a real banner just for that type of event, it probably would have broken. But I'm sure they made it into something. Yeah, you that's know, true. More durable. Yeah, they didn't need Jackie Chan to die. He yeah. did almost die doing this movie, though. Yeah, I saw that. I, th- I couldn't the scene, picture the scene. I couldn't yeah. either. It was like two, two metal boxes. Two metal boxes coming together. Like it's it right almost, in the beginning. Yeah, I was going to say when it was on the, the, the docks. Yeah, the one guy is oh. backing, and then he handcuffs him to the um, oh, forklift. Like, yeah, the forklift. Okay. When he hops out. Gotcha. Yeah, they said that he was just like, like a quarter of a second <laughs> yeah. from death. Like, yeah. and it was like, I, I assume it was like, not supposed to happen that no. way. But, <laughs> no, I would assume not. And that reminds me of the bloopers that were at the end of uh, Rumble the Bronx as well. Yeah, like blo- how many times? Blo- bloopers and air quotes, and like there was yeah. all these people getting taken away on ambulances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how you know the movie ends. Yeah, Saves I mean, the it, day. They're gonna go to Hong Kong. Yeah, well, for the, the the FBI wants uh, Chris Tucker to join, and he's a real jerk about it and stuff because yeah. they were jerk to him. And then they're like gonna go to Hong Kong, and it's a fifteen hour flight. Yep. And then. And then he, rush hour too. No, 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 no right? And, and, and then Carter Kong. starts to speak Chinese. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that's right. Stewardess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Jackie Chan starts singing War some more. He's yeah. like, how long is this flight? 15 yeah. hours? <laughs> I need a new seat. Stewardess. <laughs> that goes boom, right back into the rush hour and the music kicks back yeah. in. And that's the end. <sighs> we made it. What a rush. <laughs> we got it through. Is. What a rush. All right. I think we're, we can yeah. probably just go ahead and get this guy rated, right? Yeah, let's let's get into it. All right. All right. Well, we leave it to our guests first, but we have two guests. So which one of you would like to go first or you can defer? Katie or Kaz? Remember, it's five I, machine I'll guns. I'll give ladies first. Nice. Whether or not she wants to take it, I don't know. But. Thanks a lot, Kaz. Um... Well, I love this movie. I think it's fantastic. I'm sure I love it more than anyone else in this room. <laughs> um, but I listen to this podcast, too, so I know 
that it's probably not the five machine gun worthy that I think it is. So <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, three machine guns. Ooh. What? Should I go higher? Fine. Yes. I'm going with four machine guns. Okay. Uh, you can I, do whatever you want. Well, I wanted to give it five, but I know give I'm getting Give it five. No one, who's going to care? LPJ's not here. You know what? Okay, Leave fine. your mark. Leave your mark on this podcast fine. and this movie. I am. I'm giving it five because I love it, and um, there are not a lot of action movies that I'll watch, but it's one of my favorites because it's super awesome, and it always brings up happy memories with the the Sphinx over here. So <laughs> there you go, some good nostalgia. Which I mean, we're known to give movies high ratings. To <laughs> it's nostalgia, true, yeah. Right? I can never give a Bond movie less than three machine guns. So. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Cas, uh, I struggle a little bit. Like I really like this movie too, and I yeah. like I'm te- like I'm trying to figure out if I want to give it four and a half or five. Like I really <laughs> like this movie too, and like it's you know I don't know I just I really enjoy it. Right, it's maybe not like a must see movie like for everyone to see, but yeah. you know it's just got that watchability like value. Like anytime it's on TV, you know every month, right? Like if if I'm flipping through the channels and it's there, I'm fine just stopping and watching it. So. I'll gi- I'll give it four and a half just because I feel like maybe it's aged a tiny bit okay. um, and it doesn't bother me, but I'll give it four and a half. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it four machine guns. I, I it, it is a fun movie. I really like it. It is very, like like you said, rewatchable. Like, I've, I've seen this movie so many times. And I think it's just another one of those movies, like when you're 12, 13, 14 years old, it just kind of hits you at the right time. Uh, and it's just one that I've seen a lot. Like, I, I know I recorded it off the TV or off of HBO, like, when I was old enough. And I would just, it would always be, like, just one of those, like, backups if I didn't have anything to do. Like, I'm putting in rush hour. <laughs> um, but I do think, you know, plot-wise, there's not a whole lot there. Uh, yeah, some of the jokes are probably borderline racist at this point. But it's fun. It's got the action. I'm going to give it four machine guns. Um, I, you know, I'm probably maybe a little under you guys. I mean, I, I still, I do enjoy the movie. I like Jackie Chan in it a lot. I love Jackie Chan. Chris Tucker kind of gets on my nerves a little bit in this movie. I mean, like, I like their chemistry, but just mm-hmm. him, like, it's it's a little bit much for me as the movie goes on. No, for sure. And, and it hasn't, the movie hasn't aged maybe as well, and I don't necessarily have maybe as much nostalgic feeling for it. But, like, I, I am up a little higher than when I came in, because sometimes that happens when you talk about it. So I'm going to go with three and a half. All right. I'll take and, I, that. and I think I walking Warming in, I was up. at walking in, I was at three, but I, I'm going to go with three and a half because we did have a great conversation about it. Yeah, and we don't care what LPJ thinks because he's not <laughs> here. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. Um, I would love to thank our guests yeah. for being with us today. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's been a fun conversation. So, Kaz, thank you for being with us again. Yep. Thanks, guys. And then uh, Mrs. Finks. <laughs> great work. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it was a, fun. This is a lot of fun, guys. Yeah. Uh, we are the Last Action Podcast, coming to you every single Monday, wherever you listen to your podcasts. But we are part of the GameZilla Media Network. Hovercraft Joe, what are some other shows that we have? Well, I mean, do I have to go through them in order? Can I just... No, nah, you can just go through them as you well, want. Well, you got uh, Legend of Retro. Uh, uh, Thursdays. You got uh, Noobs and Dragons. Wednesdays with me and LPJ. That's true. You got the uh, GameZilla Media, or GameZilla, sorry. Yeah, yeah, the GameZilla Podcast. The, the which flagship. Is, yeah, live on Mondays. 
Uh, and then you can listen to their episode on Tuesday, podcast-wise. And then you got um, uh, Noise Lane Arcade on Sundays, That's right, our Simpsons podcast with Craig WK. So almost every day of the week, you've got a podcast that you can listen to, whether it is gaming, movies, TV shows. I do a music blog as well. We've got streamers. There is all sorts of content available to you. And we would love to get your support um, through Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash games of the media, um, please consider throwing a couple bucks our way. Yeah. Um, we offer the post-credit scene every uh, yep. month. Yep, for sure. Um, which is a special episode that we do for Last Action Podcast, but all our other podcasts have special um, episodes and whatnot that you can get as well. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. So with that, I think it's time to call this a day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, this last action podcast has been terminated, but we'll be back. <laughs>